okay, welcome back everyone to another episode of Paths Uncovered, the podcast where we get to go through untraditional pathways into and within technology, which I think is getting just as interesting. So we're expanding our horizons a little bit, but today's guest is very much um, in that whole area of meandering her way into technology somewhere down the line. Uh, so I've got Julia Ghent with me today. Hello, nice to be here. Do you want to do a very quick intro to yourself before we kick in? Yes, um, cool. So yeah, I'm Julia Ghent. Um, I have been a technology graduate at ANZ for the past year now um, and still still doing the uh, grad program for another six months. So um, very much enjoying it. I love it. And I was yeah. thinking about this when I was kind of when I was trying to get Julia to come along to the podcast was like, I don't actually know much um, about what you did before. And we were just think, talking about this. I'm like, I've known Julia now for fairly like, a good amount of years and still couldn't tell you what she does because these kind of things don't come up in conversation unless you kind of pick and poke at it. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, why would you want to know about, you know, how I started uni or something? That's just a very random thing to bring up at, over drinks or something, so. <laughs> exactly, so I'm like very glad we're doing this because I'm like, I get to be nosy, but with like context, not just nosy, so this is good. <laughs> Um, yeah you have a reason to be weird so yeah exactly it's just what I want in life right like this is exactly why this podcast exists I get to be weird for the reason (laughs) okay let's dive right in Uh, we usually take it back to high school kind of times like what was the original thoughts and career plans that you had for yourself back along those days um yeah it's you know like when I was in high school I there was a point where I wanted to get into arts um like to do fine art or something along those lines because I grew up, so my entire family are all super artsy. Um, you know, I have all my sisters paint or do sculpture or something along those lines. Um, so naturally I was, I was thinking, I'll go down that sort of path as well. Um, much to my parents, uh, you know, misfortune. They were, they were like, there's no money in art. You can't do that. Um, and then so, I sort of panicked. I was nearing year 12 or VCE um, and I panicked a little bit and I was like, well, that, the, it'd be really hard to be a good artist um, and make money that way. So I decided during my VCE that I wasn't going to do any art subjects and just focus on maths and sciences um, and like a language as well. And uh, sort of focusing on that. But then I think I went a full like 360 and I like panicked and then just stopped trying like whatsoever so my like year 12 experience was just me like doing the absolute bare minimum because I didn't know what I wanted to do in university like I just I was like I don't want to commit to something and then like hate it or yeah. whatever um, just for the sake of committing to something from high school and the school that I went to, which I'm assuming most schools are like, put a lot of pressure on students to, to do really well and get a good university degree. So it makes the school look really good. Yeah. Um, so there was all that pressure. And in the end, I just sort of, um, you know, more, I didn't fail high school. I, I passed, I have a certificate to prove, but I pretty much just like, just got by. Um, and so there was no plan. That's a long way to say I had zero plan. <laughs> That's so interesting. I mean, I'm so glad you talked about that because I feel like 
I no no one really says that kind of thing, right? Like in terms of, like no one's yeah. vulnerable enough to be like, mm, I didn't do anything. But it's more yes. like I did that. I I had that in year eleven, like my year eleven, and I don't know whether it was I've just always been very like get it done, get it done, get it done. And I think I just kind of yeah. fell off the wagon a little bit in year eleven, and I was like. I don't know how to get back on. Like, I've missed so much. How do I catch up? What the hell have I done to myself? Um, (laughs) It was a weird time. Like, I mean, I went into a different school in year 12 and they started from scratch, essentially, the whole thing. And I was like, oh, thank God, I can kind of catch up. But yeah, it's it's really interesting to me that you're like oh, really into arts, and then I like fully just didn't do them. I was like, how does one do that? But then I I guess it makes sense in terms of like losing a bit of interest in it. Yeah, and I think, you know, I, there's so many, like, young kids now that, um, you know, I just meet, like, you know, younger siblings or whatever, and um, they are in high school, they're just finishing high school, and they're in that same, you know, they're all in the same boat where they're panicking, and they're like, this is, like, my life's going to end if I don't get into a good school or if I don't get the perfect ATAR or whatever. And I just say to them, just relax you're 18 you don't like if you know what you want to do right now you're something's probably wrong with you (laughs) not really but like I just think you're meant you're not meant to know what you're going to do for the rest of your life when you're 18 um and those there are a few people that do and you know I just I want to ask them all the questions you know how are you so sure with you know your decision to go down this path you know um but it's yeah I think it's unconventional um, just, you know, obviously like hearing about somebody who, I mean, I didn't fail high school, but I didn't do well. And yes. um, I think I was embarrassed um, by that for a long time. Um, and I was always sort of worried to run into people that I went to school with because it's that question of, oh, so what have you been doing with yourself since school? And you're just like, just traveling, you know, and they're like, that's it, no degree. And I'm like, nope (laughs) and it's just like I don't know it's like this weird fear or I don't know what it is no in fairness that's actually the perfect segue into what did happen after high school so I think you just mentioned traveling for a bit but what was next like what was happening right after the whole thing of where every single person well it happened to me where like every single person I knew just went to college like what else did you do like as in what was yeah Well, I sort of, I guess, you know, I I probably had like a quarter life crisis really early on in my life. Um, And immediately after high school, I kind of just, um, I didn't buy like a Porsche or anything like that, but I like just didn't, like I just stayed in my room. I like, actually like a lot of the friends that I had in high school, I just completely ignored. And I think I needed to like reset and do my life again. Um, So I... I just got some part-time jobs. I was my first job out of high school was um, working at Games World, which is sort of like um, for those of you that don't know, it's pretty much like a board games store, or you can buy like figurines that you can paint. Like you can buy those like specialty paints to paint like those tiny little figurines of like yeah. World of Warcraft characters or something. I don't know. Um, so super super nerdy stuff. Like that's just next level nerd. Um, and I was there for a while and I was pretty much just saving. Um, my first big thing that I did um, outside of school was travel for seven months um, around Europe. And that was just, so I got a job at Games World and I was just saving up, up as much as I can to, to do that. Which 
can I just say this is I don't know if this is like a really weird flex, but I I spent seven months in Europe and I spent four thousand dollars. <laughs> like Australian 4, dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I s- so I did. I'm like thinking I did back to when I did Europe and I did it for like a month, month and a half, and that was about maybe just over two thousand euros. I'm like that's yeah. essentially like close to four. I'm like, what the hell? Like fair? That is. You deserve that flex. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I uh, it was it was really cool. Like the I was um, you know, like I don't know. I think like most people when they do backpacking around Europe or the Americas or anywhere, it's a lot of soul searching. It's um, a lot of just time to yourself and contemplation. And um, I used I actually ended up I didn't spend a lot of money because I was doing a lot of couch surfing. I was doing some volunteering um, and just. So I, I went there and I, I thought I could just travel and holiday for seven months. And then I think, I, you know, it was like four weeks in and I was like, I have no purpose in life. Uh, I, need to, I need to do something. I need to help somebody. I need to work or something to give me some purpose um, as opposed to just like, walk, like going to a museum every day. Um, so, yeah, I was able to do some like volunteering over there and... Um, and did a Camino and that's just like the epitome of soul searching, I think. Um, (laughs) And that was, that sort of sparked my passion to travel. So when I did that for seven months, I came back for six months, would save as much as I can and then I'd go away for a month or two months. And I sort of did that for, uh, I think it was three or four years. Um, And at that point, um, I, I sort of thought to myself, okay, I should, I was actually, no, 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 I was going, so I came back to Australia um, and I was going to uh, save up again to go for another big, long Euro trip. This is after a couple of years. And um, I sort of just, I ended up getting a job at the, it was like the cinemas, um, Palace Cinemas. And they were just, um, it just totally ruined my plans to go traveling. Uh, I met amazing people. Uh, I met my current partner there and I just ended up staying and not doing a massive massive trip again so I'm still planning on doing one but maybe maybe soon but yeah didn't didn't go away again for a long time that is so thank god three years of traveling like on and off traveling that in and of itself sounds somewhat better than the four years I probably did at the same time dying in math <laughs> <I guess. Yeah>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's yeah. so interesting how like even through that like the whole um quarter life crisis sounds quite accurate when you're like oh, what am I doing with my life like what is my purpose I feel like I do that like on a weekly basis at the moment I'm just like <laughs> what am I doing <laughs> and I don't think yeah, it goes away quarter... which is really sad <laughs> yeah yeah it's your quarter life crisis of the year you, ha- you get four of them um every year so <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it's like I, I, I feel like I, I get them all the time I, it's like this moment of am I doing the right thing should I just pack everything up and like move to a different country and change my name and it seems it always seems very tempting um, but I wonder how many like how many like that's a lot of names that you have to keep track of so probably not <laughs> is it worth it? it I don't know <laughs> yeah. is this more hassle yeah. for myself possibly maybe I'll just leave this <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like someone schedules a nine a.m. call, and you're like, maybe I'll just leave the country. Um, this is a good enough reason to leave. It's too <laughs> <Yeah>. early. <laughs> yeah. Someone was like, "You're okay with the nine a.m. right?" I'm like, I feel like you're phrasing this in a way that I can't say no, but I'm hundred percent not okay with this. So what do we do here? Maybe just leave the country. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> De- definitely a reasonable response. Um, yeah. yeah. At this stage, yeah, that sounds right. But so you're at Palace, you're at the cinemas, and you kind of found a little groove of things just kind of fitting in a little bit at the sounds of it. So what is happening after yeah. this? Yeah, so um, I, yeah, like I with met, like I was saying before, like I met a lot of amazing people and I, um, you know, had moved out of home sort of properly for the first time um, during that time. And I met my partner um, who was just in the middle of his, I think his second year or something of his um, computer science degree. And I think, you know, a lot of his friends were also, and a lot of the people that I worked with were, you know, just starting out at uni, they were a bit younger than me. Um, and I think being in that environment sort of inspired me to to finally do something in that, like to actually, you know, study and challenge myself in that way. Yeah. Um, and the, so the next thing was, so I was like, okay, I want to go to uni um, and I wanted to do forensic science. That was, I'm like massively into crime and just anything to do with with crime um and in my mind I was like forensic science that sounds like law and order SVU I love law and order SVU I'm totally gonna do that that's I'm gonna be Olivia Benson you know um who's a detective uh I don't know if she would have studied forensic science but doesn't matter those details we can just ignore um (laughs) but I so I, I went um I found uh like a forensic science degree a course um, at Swinburne and I was just like whatever I'm gonna do it so um, I did one year of it uh, or a year and a half of it and I realized I was sort of talking to a few people there like my tutors and lecturers and um, I sort of had like a knack for um, stats and maths and forensic science was sort of divided into sort of three major sort of parts it was um, uh, like psychology, law, and then st- uh, stats. So um, I really liked the law side of it. I was like, that was really interesting. Um, but like I had sort of finished all of those like units. And then I, stats was something that I was just, you know, I didn't think I would actually ever be interested in statistics because uh, like, you know, who is? But I um, was just you know interested actually in it and I was like naturally sort of I guess like fairly good at it um that I was like you know you're naturally good at something you're like I really like that thing so I was like oh I really like stats and that the rest of my like what was sort of in the horizon for me for my forensic degree was just psychology units and I had absolutely no interest in psychology um and which I thought I would actually but Anyway, so I um, was sort of did some hard thinking and I was talking to a few people and um, I ended up just deciding to change my degree into, um, it was applied statistics. And um, I, you know, there was a few reasons. Like one, I was obviously like I enjoyed it um, and it was challenging in a really good way. Um, but two, uh, my lecturer was also saying, it's actually a really good area to get into um, just because, you know, it's in demand and something that like the world needs and yeah. uh, especially like women in tech um, and, you know, forensics and forensic stats um, specifically is notoriously difficult to get into um, because there's just not a lot of jobs. 
So I sort of dropped, even though I was interested in the forensic and the law side of stuff, I just dropped it all because I just don't, like, I, I didn't want to, at this point in my life, I'm very lazy um, and I don't want to try too hard um, to get something. So I just, I was like, I'm just going to focus on statistics. And that led me down the, the stats part of my, um, my life, I guess. It's so interesting, especially because, I mean, I, I was some, like, I did stats as well, a basically statistical degree. Yeah. I guarantee I was not a natural talent at stats, and I, <laughs> there's a reason it's like a four-year torturous time. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I don't, I'm like, yeah. fair play to you. I'm I, very I happy just... for you to have been a natural talent, but oh my God, I cannot imagine saying that. <laughs> Well, even uh, I remember there was because I obviously started my degree off doing something completely different, and um, I had made a, I had made maybe like three friends in my entire um, university life, and um, all of them were like, "Are you? Is something wrong with you? You chose to go down the stats path. Like everyone hates that, you know." Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, I just I don't know. I think. Um, it's one of those things where you always have those aha moments where yeah. you, you really struggle with like a, a problem or a concept. And then you sort of, you just get to a point where it just sort of clicks. And I can't really explain, it's not like you're even, like you're reading the same thing over and over again, or you're trying to sort of like solve this issue. And then like randomly it just clicks and then you just understand it. Um, and then from that day on, you're just a genius. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like, I basically. feel like there's a lot of those moments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was definitely, I mean, I was one of two. So there was about uh, 10 people in my class and there was one other um, woman in the class as well. Um, so it was not a degree of choice for a lot of people at that particular um, university. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a degree of choice. And Actually, I was told that um, they were the year that I was that I finished my degree um, was the last year that they were offering that um, course at that university because there just weren't enough people interested in doing it, which is crazy. Especially now, um, when you think about it, when like statistics is kind of the hot thing to be doing, where everyone wants it, and you're like, oh, that's crazy to hear. Yes. Well, I mean, also contradictory to the conversations that I was having with my lecturers who were saying this is a really good area to get into you know it's up and coming blah 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 and then they also say oh but we're cancelling this course um so uh yeah it was a bit weird um I actually so sort of going on from you know when I finished my my degree um so I did my undergraduate yeah in applied statistics at Swinburne and at this point I think I um, it was sort of nearing the end of my last year and I it was like so the, the end of the university year is like what October or something um, I think it was like June July and I sort of realized I had absolutely I had not actually thought about what life is like after uni I was like I haven't applied for any jobs I haven't done anything <laughs> all my like everyone around me has already done like internships and grad pro or they've gotten into grad programs and things and I completely um just botched that I like forgot that that was a thing that we did like jobs um and so uh I was sort of having a bit of a crisis because I wasn't really confident in my stats ability um 
I because I hadn't done any internships or anything, I wasn't a hundred percent sure with the knowledge and the what I've learned at uni. Like, how does it actually apply in the real world? And will I be yeah. able to apply for a job in data science or analytics or something and be confident in my ability to do that? Because I just I've just been doing assignments and I have a teacher that's grading it and telling me if it's wrong or correct, you know. Yeah. And um, so I had a bit of a panic moment and I got into, so I, I was like, what do, what do students do when they don't know what they want to do after the uni? Do more uni. So I, um, I was like, not gonna lie, <laughs> fully waiting for another, um, I panicked and I just left the country to go traveling. Like I was like fully ready for that again. <laughs> Yeah, I changed my name to Julia. Yeah, <laughs> I originally well, I was born with a different name, actually. Uh, yeah, no, uh, that would have been perfect. I, I, I'm sure I contemplated that. Um, uh, but but I mean, like, no, I, I, a very close follow up to traveling or taking a gap year is just doing another degree. <laughs> so this makes sense. Yeah, and like, yeah, 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 exactly. I um, you know, yeah, just thought. I'm I'm good at studying. I'm good at um, you know, doing these assignments and things. So, I'll just continue on doing. And I was like, maybe I'll do another two or three years, um, and I'll um, figure it out during that time. It's like yeah. I've given myself an extra few years to figure out what I want to do. Um, and well, actually, so during my last year, I was. I was one of two students that was asked to do a PhD um, with this professor um, at my university um, studying, um, it was something to do with um, uh, like housing, like people in house, like commission housing in the area that we're um, studying in. Uh, yeah, and um, that was like another four year commitment on top of my undergraduate. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, did a lot of soul searching and I think I was like that's that's too much of a commitment for me right now um so I declined that that offer um and I thought okay I'll do my master's in maths um so I applied for a few different universities um I got a few different letters of offer and then I ended up deciding Monash University is where I'll do my um maths um master's because it just seemed like their syllabus just looked amazing. So yeah. I was like, I'll just go go there. Um, and it was actually at a friend. So I hadn't offered yet, uh, but I was going to, uh, I haven't offered, I, have, well, I didn't accept yet. And I was going to accept. I went to a friend's house party and there was a lady there who I was, you know, I, I don't know how, I just, I must've just had like tears in my eyes or something, but we started talking about like life and things like that. And she pretty much said to me, don't do it. Don't, don't do your master's unless she said, it's a bit, it's a lot of time and money to focus and to, to do like, it's a lot of effort to work towards something that you don't even know, like what that thing is. Um, and she said, you know, a better way of, um, actually, you know, figuring out what you want to do just sit down and say okay you know what is it that you like doing for hours and hours and look for a job where that's like the thing um that's like what you're sort of like passionate about does that job need you to have like your masters in mathematics 
yes or no? If the answer is no, don't do your master's in mathematics. <laughs> and so I was like, that's really good advice. So I'm not going to do it. I'll defer, I'll wait um, for a year. And if I, in this one year, if I can't figure it out and I absolutely have no idea um, like what I want to do, I won't accept it. I won't go into the year after. But if during that year I figure out what I want to do and it needs that master's degree, then I'll do it the year afterwards. I'm giving myself a year to think about my life. Yeah. And during that time, I... Um, I ended up just applying for a job in a company called Accent Group. So they do, um, like they um, own like a, a few different like shoe brands and um, clothing brands in, in Australia and New Zealand. Um, and I ended up just joining their like e-com space um, working in logistics. And I made it sort of clear to them that, you know, my goal was to sort of do some like automation or data work and um which they were like yep happy to happy for you to do that you know because they didn't have any sort of department at the at the company that did the anything with data like analyzing or anything like that it was they had i think they outsourced that um that so um so yeah i worked there for like a year and um about a year and two months or so mm -hmm. um and it was it was good it was you know like i was able to do some automation i was able to do some work with data and that was prop like about four or five times and that was the highlight of my entire time there um it was the data work that i was doing besides that was just like crunching numbers pretty much and it was sort of the same thing day in day out and it was not you know exciting <laughs> yeah um and so i but I realized during that time that, that um, I needed to get into a grad program or I needed to get into uh, an area where I can like learn and still sort of use the skills that I learned at uni. And I feel like the, the grad programs and internships are great because there's, there's no expectation that you are amazing and that you have to do this amazing work. It's just like, you're here to learn basically in a professional sense. Um, yeah. So during my time at Accent Group, I um, hopped on the computer and just found um, two grad programs that I really wanted to do. Um, one was at ANZ and the other one was at Car Sales. Um, and the Car Sales grad program was for engineering only. Um, and the ANZ grad program was just a technology grad program, so it was a bit more broad. Um, and I ended up going through all the rounds of interviews for both, uh, but I only got the offer for ANZ, so I was like, okay, that's that's it. I'm glad I, they only, I only got the one offer because then the decision has been made for me. <laughs> I was, I'm not going to have to sit there like think, have I made the most terrible decision of my life? Um, and yeah, and then I got into the grad program during during the time in Accent, and yeah, joined joined a year later. I love that. Oh my god, there's just do you know what? There is something to be said about placing yourself in an environment where 
the people around you are doing essentially what you want to be doing or will end up doing because it'll happen that way it's so interesting like I mean whether it was the friends who kind of got you back in towards uni or the person at a random house party which is like it makes complete sense to me I'm like yep you have enough the same kind of people around you you'll end up having the same similar conversations and you're like of course they made that decision helpful that in terms of don't do your master's yes yes and it's you know it's um like every time I, I like I, I experienced that obviously myself where I just thought when in doubt just continue studying um and I have a few friends that did that as well and um I feel like it never really like sometimes it really works well for somebody to keep studying and it um like when they you know don't know what they want to do really and they just they're good at studying or they enjoy studying um, and it, sometimes it works well when they can get a job at the end or they figure out what they want to do. Um, but I find that it's more often than not, you, um, well, not more often than not, but if you don't know and you're just studying because that's something to do, it's, I don't know what's a good way to say. It's just like, it's not a time waster because you are learning, um, but yeah. it's a lot of money and it's a lot of time um, where you could, sort of figure out what you want to do without having to spend all that money and time. Um, yeah. And one of the, the best things that I did was actually just start working um, full time. And it, it, I sort of figured out really quickly like what it was that I did not want. Um, you know, and it, I think figuring out what you don't want obviously helps you figure out what you do want in your life. And for me, it was, I want, you know, to be challenged daily. Or I, I, do, I want to be in a position where um, you know, I don't know what the tomorrow is going to look like. You know, it's not going to be the same, you know, 9 a.m. you do this thing, 10 a.m. you do this thing or whatever it is. Um, there needs to be like a lot of flexibility in the work. Um, you know, and that I only figured out because I worked in that particular role. Um, so you know, it wasn't like I wasted a year or anything. It was that was really important because I know I definitely don't want to do that ever again. <laughs> I mean, like, that's how, like, my whole, like, career kind of ended up being where it was, essentially, because, I mean, yeah, like, I I don't actually remember how I got into doing internships. Into, I did one. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Didn't do many more. <laughs> but it wasn't a lot of people in our year did them. Like, it was a very few number um, that actually did. And I'm so thankful. I cannot, for the life of me, remember how I ended up doing that intern. Like, I obviously applied and I did the in- interviews, but it wasn't many I went through. And I was like... It makes such a difference to be able to just call out everything you don't want to do. Like, I still could not tell you what I want to do with my life. Like, what I'm doing right now is great and I really enjoy it. But is that what I want to do? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally just going through one thing after another, yes. cutting things off of, mm, actually, that's a no. Now I've tried it. That's definitely a no. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah. it really just... Yeah. And you know what? It's like jumping out at the moment. Like, I love how you went through when you were talking about in year 12 and stuff, like not wanting to commit to something you didn't want to do and then doing like essentially a yeah. 180 on that where it's like, well, I don't want to like commit to something for the sake of it and let me just try. I don't know. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Like it's it's just so interesting how those things kind of shift around at the end of the day. Yes. Oh, and you know, that, that mentality um, has definitely um, been the drive, like it's been sort of, the driver through my grad experience um because you know 
I don't know. I think most grad roles sort of work the same way where you get to rotate through different departments or different roles um, within the company. Um, so, you know, I the grad the ANZ grad program works, uh, well, the tech grad program works. Um, you do three different roles. Um, they could be all engineering or all, you know, uh, data science or something. Um, but you have to do those roles like in a different department in the bank. Um, and the idea is that, you know, each department or each team or whatever, wherever you go, um, has their own practices and their own, um, you know, ways of doing work. Uh, but my, you know, I always think back to my time at Accent, which it like Accent Group as a company was um, great and the people were lovely and everything. The, but the work, you know, I obviously established very quickly what I didn't want to do with my life. And I, like I was saying before, you know, I only got to that conclusion because I tried it. Yeah. And so I have, um, I've spoken, I have a couple of buddies that um, I get paired up with, um, you know, as the grad, like, um, like with the grad program. And so to sort of, I don't know, just teach them how to timesheet or something. I don't know. But all like mentor them a little bit. And I always say, you know, just it might seem really scary to try a role um, that you're not confident in or you don't know anything about. But you ha- like the only way really that you're going to figure out whether or not you like it or not is if you try it, you know, and I had that sort of mentality going into it. So my first rotation at the bank was in a data um, analytics role because that obviously is closest to my degree. And um, and to su- my surprise, I was not that interested in that role. Um, I, it probably like sort of came down to a few, many different reasons, um, not so much just the work itself, but like the area that I was in or the team that I was in, like it, it could sort of be for a few reasons but I was like after that I was thinking okay so what's like a role or a job that I've like always wanted to try but I've never sort of been that confident I, I can't apply for that type of work because I've never really done it and engineering uh, software engineering sort of came to mind so my second role with the bank for six months was a back-end engineer for the um, transactions team in the app um, and I went in there completely blind, basically. Uh, I had very little programming experience because of uni. Oh, all the programming experience I had at uni was just stat related. It was just like building graphs or analyzing yeah. trends or something. Um, and this was, you know, working a lot with databases. Um, but it was, yeah, just all back end, just building up, you know, um, like, building connections between platforms and things like that. And I have like learning, I had to learn a new coding language and um, I had to learn all about like just normal things that you learn at university, like GitHub and Git and um, Docker and things like that, which I just had no knowledge of. So it was super scary, but I loved it. You know, I was, I was in that role only for six months and then that time flew by. And so every time I talk to a grad and they're like, oh, I don't, and I, it's a lot of women as well who are like, I'm just not, I don't know that well enough and I'm not confident in that, like in engineering yeah. for, in particular. And so I'm just not gonna try it. And, and I always say, that's, 
you know, that's not for you to decide. You just try and if you are passionate, you're going to be good at it. You know, just the, the first step is like, you know, figuring out if that's something that you like. Um, and if it's something that you like, you'll make it work, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's that's something I always like think about. Like I, I you know, I'm only going to know really if I like it, if I try it. Um, yeah. And like yeah. the most you're ever going to learn is if you think about it, if you know something about things already, there's only so far more you can learn because you're already halfway there. If you're going in, like, I'm in awe of you trying to do the software engineering. I don't know if I would have been able to, like, get myself to commit to that. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I can kind of choose data. I'll just stick to data. <laughs> I could see myself being in that trope. And it's, yeah. and even within that, like, I mean, I definitely am someone who says that a lot, where I'm like, I like being uncomfortable in situations because I end up pushing myself a lot harder to actually get things done or, like, get to a level where I can finally be comfortable. But the minute I am comfortable, I'm yeah. like, well well there's nothing else left now like I'm uncomfy that means I'm not really learning much more and it's a weird yes. time to be like where I'm like fully at the stage of like no I just I like being uncomfortable now and I'm like I don't know how I got to this mentality but I'm glad I did don't get me wrong but yeah no fair play honestly like I definitely don't think I would have been able to get myself to do software engineering enough of yeah like, I've seen enough of it I know enough of it and I'm like that's that's where it stays for me <laughs> yeah yeah well you know, it's funny, like you say, you know, get to that point of comfort. Um, I think that, like, I've been doing this grad program, um, like I mentioned before, for a year and or a year and a bit, and I've got five more months left. And I'm at that point where I'm, like, panicking a little bit because I, I'm back at to that same situation I was when I finished high school or when I finished my degree or... Uh, where I don't know what I want to do and um, I have to obviously try and figure it out in the next few months so that's my that's my challenge now Um, I'm gonna have to do another one of these in like six months time and I'll tell you (laughs) exactly did I figure it out yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, or you might not find me because I'll be in Spain somewhere Um, but uh, it's that idea of working and being in a position where you're comfortable and you're, you know, certain of what you're doing with your life um, is something I think I'm assuming because I feel like this, I'm assuming everyone else feels like this, but that's what everyone strives for. You know, that's yeah. like what you're working towards. And um, if you get there, how long can you stay there? You know, before you start thinking, okay, I'm oh very, I'm too comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to do yeah go back to school or just apply for a really random role um and hope for the best but yeah I just I hope I figure it out I uh, I have no clue what I'm gonna do <laughs> I think you'll get it I think it's gonna be different and random and it's gonna be intriguing to see it how it'll kind of play out. I think it's gonna work either way like I feel like it's gonna be the, the accent group <laughs> or whichever other random thing you've ended up doing where it'll just be like well it actually worked itself out it's fine <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, like one, it's less on like what the role that I want to do is and more on like the company I'd want to work for or like the industry I want to be in. Um, And for me, like the one thing that I'm like definitely certain on is like working for a startup. Like I think that would just be such a cool thing to do. Um, The startup specifically, I have no idea. Um, It might not, maybe I'll have to start it. Um, But it's yeah like that's like I know one day I'll work for a startup but doing what um 
I have no idea. <laughs> just being a like good vibes person or something. I don't know. <laughs> just the person, like I mean, startup, right? Like everyone wears all the hats. So, like we'll be a person. That's about it. Like I'll be in startup. Like that'll be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> You're doing everything yeah, under the yeah. roof. It'll be perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great way to figure out what you want to do because you just end up doing everything. Exactly. I thought that all you the time. You have like five roles. Exactly. Like I think when I started, um, I remember it was it was a small company back then. Like it was like, I don't know. I mean, the data team within it was about like 20 odd people across Australia. Um, and I remember being told, it was like, look, we're trying to get the data practice going. So it'll kind of be like, all, it'll be a little bit all over the place. Like you might have to, I was like, that sounds ideal like sign me over right now that is perfect like (laughs) I don't know what the hell I want this is perfect like you tell me I'll have to do all the different things amazing and I think it stuck with me a little bit where I'm like I've now like I've consistently just gone from one to another like to like smaller places because I think it's a lot easier to get your hands into a lot of different things haven't done a startup yet but like hey maybe we'll just we will just start one maybe we'll see where it goes but it does kind of help where you're like oh I've kind of actually tried everything yes this this is great (laughs) yes yeah yeah exactly and I think like you know um for me I mean Accent Group was uh, a company of um around 500 people uh, so not that big. Uh, and then I went over to ANZ where it's close to 60,000. Um, and now it's like, okay, so I've, I've done big corporate. Uh, I would, I mean, I would love to stay at ANZ, um, obviously after the grad program and experience, you know, proper full-time work, not as a grad. Um, but I would love to, the next thing after that, to be a tiny company startup where I'm like one of 10, um, that would just be, yeah, like just because it's the complete opposite of what I'm doing yeah. right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose, uh, well, yeah, I'd have to sort of apply for a role at a startup. So I have to probably figure out what that role would be. But um, we'll see. Hopefully it's, uh, I figure it out. <laughs> I, mean, I have a feeling I'm, the rest of my life is going to be like this where I'm just I like, was going to say, I'm like, there's just going to be multiple yeah. Julia Gant episodes as we like constantly pivot through 100 <laughs> different things. <laughs> Yeah, the next time you chat to me, I'll be like, I saw I'm a professional skydiver right now. Um, <laughs> or like, I walk dogs for a living. Uh, it's my true passion. Um, but yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's interesting. I think like just from my, like my whole experience, like I just, not knowing is also kind of exciting. You know, it's just um, like, I don't know what role I'm going to be in next year. And um Sometimes it's really terrifying because I need, you know, to survive somehow. I need to, I need to pay rent. Um, but it's also, ex- it's exciting because, you know, the world's my oyster. The world's your oyster, you know, you can just do anything. Um, I love that. But yeah. <laughs> um, actually, sorry, before we do wrap up, like, which I like, I'm like really obsessed with like just conversations in general rather than just like specific areas. I feel like we should do more of these on the podcast because it tends to become like, this 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 thank you for joining um but this is like interesting yeah, but yeah. talk to me about potato people and all because this is the bits where i want to hear like the other things outside of tech and everything that's happening because this is a really really cool fact i think julia runs her own meme no not meme sorry cartoon strip accounts is that is that what they're called officially yeah. I, I love the pages um, but i just can't remember what they're officially called <laughs> you sound like um like an, an like an eighty year old lady like trying to connect to the youth comic strip page <laughs> is that what the kids are calling it okay 
Great. I've been worried myself. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's a yeah comic book series, um, but yeah, it's just like a yeah. <laughs> it's uh, they're sort of um, like their own standalone. Like each comic book, uh, each sort of um, like oh god, now I feel like I'm old. And I can't remember what they're called. Um, it's each sort of comic is its own sort of um, fixed thing. It's not like a, a story that you follow. So, um, but yeah, no, I so. I was saying my whole family do art. Um, I also do art as well in my spare time. And actually, my first paycheck um, after I got my first full-time job at Accent, um, I went straight to Apple and bought myself an iPad Pro. (laughs) And I wanted to, because of the Apple Pencil, um, and I downloaded an app called Procreate, and I just started drawing. And a comic book, uh, like... Potato People World specifically um, is a series that I started when I was eight years old, um, and there's four. So there's four characters, um, or main characters, and it's Julie, which is me, um, Michael, which is my brother, Ellie, which is a friend that I still I'm really good friends with today, and Erwin, which is um, a, a friend that I had. Uh, so these are we were all best friends in primary school and when I started drawing these um, these comics. So I, I was drawing them religiously when I was little. I stopped for a really long time and then we still, I still have like all these books just full of like these little comics um, and drawings of potatoes. And I think it was about two years ago, three years ago, my sister said, you know, we should really do something with these. Um, so I, I took the, the story, like the idea of potato people and I recreated and I started drawing comics again. So I have, uh, like a, it's like a website and Instagram and Facebook um, account for potato people world. Um, and yeah, I just, I love drawing. I mean, I, I draw all the time anyway, um, but yeah, it's, it's such a good, um, and it makes me laugh. Like I actually look through the comics sometimes and I just laugh to myself. Um, a lot of the time it's just like conversations I have with friends um, and I just it's really I think they're hilarious so I just write them down and then I draw them later and then that's the comic for the week <laughs> so Katya you've probably been in one of them <laughs> have I? Oh, no. yeah. like I do see most of them that come through in fairness and, um, and they do make me laugh like I genuinely like there's definitely ones I've like screenshotted and sent back being like I love this um and like it's also really true like I mean the amount of times I've been around like your place and like I'll just find you like doing some random arts and crafts that afternoon and I'm like great like this just lines up to who I picture you as but sorry it just kind of popped up into my head because I'm like I love I know we started the whole thing with you wanted to do arts or something along the lines of that and it took a completely different turn but you still brought it back into it and I love the fact that like it is a part of you and like it just yeah really wanted to mention that (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. I completely forgot about um, Potato People World. Um, I should have worn. I have. So we we make merch. So I should have worn my Potato People T-shirt today. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I'm gonna tag. I'll, I'll like put all the tags and stuff into it and stuff. Like I mean, they're up for sale. And, like there's loads of like stickers and everything that I've seen. That I'm just like, no, it's great. I'm gonna tag everything about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It's um. Yeah. It. The. I think it's like one of the things that um. You know, I. I mentioned before, it's like, what's, what's something that you can do for hours and hours? Um, and for me, it's just, uh, 
or one of the things is just drawing and it's these comics specifically but um yeah I'm really into into art and it's just like I, I'm like laughing while I'm drawing it just brings me a lot of joy um because I really like silly looking they're just like it's pretty much just like an oval with like two dots for eyes and like line like two lines for their arms like it's it's very simple but they're really cute so um, it really is I love like it. I mean anyone listening I honestly <laughs> would recommend like go have a little laugh at yourself for yourself it's brilliant <laughs> look yeah, I think we yeah, might wrap yeah. it up um there for today I am really really excited about everything that's going to happen over the next year slash the next career um we will definitely I think it's kind of standing still like a statement for kind of almost every episode we've done like I've seen so many people having like oh my god a path updated like it's definitely happened and I'm starting to share those on the socials so um feel free to jump in and follow along the socials I'm sure you'll see other paths uncovered and um, that have been updated but Julie thank you so much for coming in and sharing all your thoughts and like being so open and vulnerable I'm very thankful for that like I think it makes a really really big difference of like people listening and I'm like um actually I didn't do too well here either this lines up and she's doing great now so this is perfect <laughs> yeah no thanks for having me it was um it was really good it was nice going down memory lane a little bit um just you know reminding myself how I got here so it was it was good thank you no it's perfect because it lines up a lot of stories in my head a bit I'm like I know you went to like the, did the Camino like, like, but when did that happen like a lot of it was like a little bit scattered so this is like ideal for me to have a timeline of my own friends now so this is great yeah. <laughs> um, if you've been listening up until now thank you for listening uh, if you want to support the podcast a bit more which would be appreciated all the links are below wherever you're watching it or on the website where you probably found it in the first place um, I'll link up all of Julia's stuff as well and p- p- ugh, potato people I can't talk anymore I'm, t- I'm t- all talked out so we'll wrap it up there uh, we'll be back again in two weeks time Uh, keep safe I guess until then and we'll chat soon